0: Good morning. Good morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha, and happy Wednesday. It is officially the middle of the week. I know everyone's ready for the weekend, you know, to hang, chill, and just be themselves, you guys. Um, I just want to say this morning, oh my goodness, I'm sure you guys heard of the saying, you know, being that girl, right? Honey... I woke up this morning feeling like that bitch, like, and not in a bad way, in a good way. Like I've been on my shit today. I woke up feeling good. I prayed. I did a meditation, a visual meditation with, uh, Amitrine because I've, excuse me, I've heard a lot about, um, what is it? Um, meditating with your crystals to kind of Activate it and see if like how your body responds and just really activate the energy of it, you know, like seeing if it's something that your body needs your support in right now. And I did it and oh my God, it was amazing. Like uh you know, from the book that I read you guys when it comes to, um, you know, like the birthstones for zodiac signs, the crystals and stuff ametrine is actually one of libra's uh stones in that book to wear i think it's one of our abundant stones and um you guys know i've always like i have i have amethyst surrounding me everywhere in my space like it's over my bed it's on the dresser it's on my shelf it's on it's everywhere in my space because i just really love it and i've been really connected with citrine as well so when i found this ametrine i was like omg I have to get that, you know, cause it's very hard to find. It's very rare for it to grow like that. So I wanted to make sure I got it. And so I did. And, um, so I did a meditation with it and I'm feeling on fire. I am loving it. The energy is so soothing yet. It kind of gives you that little like soft boost, you know? And today is my, um, like, sorry, she just came and jumped on me, but my, uh, cat Rainey's is officially one years old today. Today is her birthday. She is a little Gemini kitty, as you guys know. So, she's just amazing and very curious cat. But anyways, yeah. So um, I just feel like it just really activates like, not only like my Libra side, but you know like citrine is amazing for um, it's the it's the stone for Leo risings, and I am Leo rising, so I just feel like. All of that is working, like, in a good way. You know, I'm definitely focused on the solar plexus. I've been drawn, like, the colors I've been drawn to lately, um, it has been pink. And I know that's because I my intentions have been to do everything through love and compassion. So pink has been really standing out to me. Um, and then, like, orangey, like, orange kind of yellowish kind of color uh, has been. And that's, like, the solar plexus which I have, um, which I am trying to learn to balance with that and everything. And, um, it just, it feels good. Like yesterday, my body was needing garnet and cells were in garnet. And I felt so calm and so smooth and so connected and rooted. And I had a wonderful exercise too. And then now today I'm feeling really like confident, yet calm and soothed and, you know, like, I just feel so grateful and I feel good and I feel like I can do anything, you guys. Um, if you're into, you know, crystal pendants, of course, I, I do have a crystal pen, uh, crystal healing jewelry store on Etsy. It's called Alari Sky Jewelry. So if you want to take a look, you know, or support your girl, um, that would be amazing. Um, I have realized that um, I am looking to expand my business. Uh, that's coming in the next three months. I'm not saying I'm going to wait till three months. Definitely not. But I, um, have been doing a reflection on my business and I realized that I want to bring, you know, it makes me feel so good whenever I get a sale. I got a sale last week. And it makes me feel so like, I, it makes me feel good because I feel like, oh my God, this crystal is going to help this person so much. That's what I'm always thinking, you know, like I'm always, I'm always like, um, this is going to help them so much. Uh, they must, you know, be feeling, uh, connected to, you know, like the color and the description that I have. So this is going to be wonderful. And so I just get really giddy. And then I was like, you know, not everyone I thought about, not everyone is into jewelry. And so I was like, I want to start adding, you know, like um, crystal, actual crystals for, you know, your space. Um, I'm making little things for even the car, you know, putting your rearview mirrors. Um, I want to start doing bracelets. I'm actually currently working on chokers, like these little beaded chokers that's going to have like crystal beads and then a little cute crystal pendant that uh, works well with the beads. Right now I have the kind of beads that I've uh, purchased. Stop, please. You guys. But um, I'm sorry about that. But the kind of beads that I just recently purchased is uh orange or I think it's orange or red aventurine, um, Milky Quartz and uh Amazonite. So those are gonna be coming real soon, of course. Um and then I, I want to start learning how to do bracelets and earrings and of course other ways to wrap. So a lot of goodies are coming and then I'm going to have like, you know, like crystal spears, like I'm getting ready to put up like um, Labradorite it has a beautiful flash, It's just a little piece um, and same with a black tourmaline as well. So keep an eye, keep a lookout. Like I said, I'm trying to expand. I'm also looking at making like journal prompts to so that you can help work with your crystals, but astrology style as well, you guys so much in the works. I'm excited. So stay tuned for that. But again, if you want to give it a look, it doesn't show up on Google. If you type it in Google, it doesn't show up. And so that's the other thing I meant to mention. I'm looking at, I'm still going to keep that, but I'm looking at um, getting Shopify now as well um, to see how that platform goes. And I am also, um, I've talked to a friend of mine and she mentioned uh she she creates arts and stuff too so she does vendors within my local my state obviously and so uh she told me information about, about that so I'm getting ready to pitch that as well so I'm going to be sold in store I'm going to be sold online I'm going to be sold on Etsy like I said I'm not you know this is my dream I've always wanted a jewelry business or you know even more so crystals I'm just fucking excited, like I'm taking this serious. I want to you know truly expand in this aspect because my goal truly uh, the my goal and pitch for my business is I just want my jewelry that I make and the things that I have in my store to bring out your inner magic. you know, it's all about you, you know the crystal truly is just the tool. The crystal's not the one doing all the work. you're doing most of the work. The crystal is just enhancing and bringing your intentions drawing it to like the law of attraction, you know, like you have an intention, the crystal is going to help enhance your intentions, your, you know, your drive, your passion, you know, like everything that you're feeling, it's going to work with you with that. You're the one doing the work though. So that is just my goal. So I'm excited. And so with that said, um, you guys know that this is the episode that is for Gemini man and woman, body and soul. Um, I am going to, of course, this comes from the book, Sexstrology, The, the Astrology of the Sex and Sexes, Starsky and Cox. Um, and after this, I want to kind of talk a little bit about a topic when it comes to relationships. I'm sure you guys have probably heard it many times, but I've just been noticing a lot of nasty stuff. And it does coincide with Gemini season. Because it, I mean, it always starts more so kind of around this time like it starts all times of the year but to me it starts to get more enhanced from Gemini season I would say to Leo season yeah Leo season uh and I'll tell you guys soon what it is um but yeah if you guys you know um if you guys haven't heard the latest episode or you know I think I made it um it's either the last episode or the one before last. I recorded an episode uh, regarding the Saturn um, retrograde in Aquarius. I think it's a good one to hear if you kind of want to know a little bit of that energy of what's going on and stuff and what it's about. Um, that way you kind of have like, you know, a heads up about it and everything. So give that a listen if you haven't heard that. But let's go ahead and jump into the episode. And I'm starting with the Gemini man um, <clears throat> body and soul. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump in. It says, Working the room with an edgy enthusiasm, shaking hands, kissing cheeks, polishing connections, generally running the show, is Gemini's usual role in a social setting. Just as he is famous for organizing outings with friends and colleagues, he is continually calling meetings in the workplace, perpetually aghast when associates don't work at his Quicksilver pace. Professionally, too, he'll have his pack, a coterie of inside, insiders whom he handpicks, hotshots who will follow his self, <clears throat> self-styled self example and function in the same free-willing way. Gemini's notorious street, street-smart man can manifest in a number of ways. Typically, he plays the ultra-slick and flashy urbanite. <clears throat> Sometimes he espouses a gritty inner-city chick, or when an artist or musician he'll fully embraced the spirit of the street adopting the look of the working working man with whom he so intrinsically identifies. A list of famous Gemini men. One that includes such spritish uh, pointy-eared chaps as Errol Flynn, Johnny Depp, Mark Wahlberg, Michael J. Fox, Noah Weil, Ian McKellen, Mike Myers, Gene Walder, Jackie Mason, Donald Art the deal Trump, art of the deal. What the fuck? Oh, well, anyway, Paul Weller, boy, George, P- Prince, or whatever. Um, Paul McCartney, Lenny Kravitz, Bob Dylan, Noel Gallagher, Morrissey, and Alan G- Ginsberg. Um, reveals internally boyish character shot through with nervous energy, intent on expressing it. Despite Gemini's size, even when tall, he's typically slight. It's his signature electric presence that one immediately senses. Okay, so, um, Gemini definitely has style. He walks the walk, a snappy, bouncy gait that is at once youthful and confident, and talks the talk, a clear and deliberate form of speech, as if he's overpronouncing each and every syllable. So, to me, I feel like when it comes to communication, honey... Geminis and even Virgos, they're gonna have a fucking mouthpiece. These motherfuckers are gonna have the charm on top of a charm on top of a charm. Like, I know us Libras can be charming, um, you know, same with, like, um, a Pisces or a Taurus or something like that, but, um, you get, like, a Gemini and it's Mercury-ruled, these people are what I call walking mouthpieces. Like they know how to, they know how to get you. They know how to say everything that you want to hear. And they're usually really good looking. You know, obviously Johnny Depp is hot. And I used to have a huge crush on him. Like when I was like a teenager slash like kid and stuff. And so um, these people just, they just know how to move and communicate in ways that other people don't like they're very smart and that's that's attractive to me. When you have someone who's very intelligent, that it's like they they know how to they know how to talk and no matter what it is, like you can be silly, they know how to be silly. They can you can be in an intelligent conversation, they know how to be an intelligent conversation. You can be talking about you know like something suave or sexy, they know how to talk sexy. Like they just know it. They're Mercury rolled. They they own the commun- the communication aspect of, you know the zodiac in my opinion okay so, it's as given his astrological placement, as the mental air sign of the first astrological quadrant of self he is highly self conscious and thus employs wardrobe and grooming habits to telegraph the image he wants most to project that he's he's in the loop he is he is an in the loop character exceedingly. Sorry, my cat's, like, trying to scratch up everything so I had to tap the bed. Um, where was I at? Um, well, if not exceedingly fashion conscious, if not painfully trendy, he opts for exclusively cosmopolitan looks that specifically suggest a downtown sensibility. His fashion taste, like his musical preferences usually has has its organs and inner city... Experience Modish looks that have a hint of the street about them. More than anything, as the Zodiac's mutable air embodiment of either Gemini wants to look hip and happening, providing visible evidence of his third house association with of-the-moment awareness, his style will never be too prim or formal, even when the occasion strictly calls for it, as he wants to communicate that he is, in some way, a humble neighborhood figure who was never divorced from, the, from what might be called common experience or ethos he is suspicious of bourgeois sensibilities and the people who espouse them and he makes it a point in his physical expression to set himself apart from that so- sociological sector so when other guys are in suits he might be in some fronzy variant of Levi's and leather but you can you can bet that piece for piece his garments carry a heftier price tag than those of the stuffed um shirts and suits surrounding him, and since for him time is of the essence, he'll typically sport a snazzy watch. His haircut is trendy of the moment, and he opts for short whims whimsically lattish coifs. And perhaps due to Gemini's rule of of the hands, this guy probably has a burning penchant for rings, forever flashing metallic reflections from his infa- infamously gestulating mitts. Also in Fonzie fashion. Many Gemini Mills ride a motorbike or scooter with guarantees this mercurial character will avoid traffic more readily than the rest of us. As it is, he's, in, he's naturally flashy. The twins' guy's face lights up like a beacon, shiny skin and full of color. The whites of his darting eyes sparkle as do his typically pearly teeth with beam from a nearly perpetual impish grin. I always feel like Geminis, they're very good at taking care of themselves because, you know, they're all about socialization. So they're not going to get caught dead looking like shit. So they really take care of themselves. It's not like where they're completely polished and like all name brand shit, though. It's just they know like whatever they put works well with their style. They know how to make it look good together. They take care of like their teeth, you know, like they just do things that just help them look good because... These are people who are going to be networking, people who are going to be, you know, like, connecting and all that stuff with big amounts of people. So they want to make sure they look good. It says, His movements are quick and choppy, fittingly like those of a bird, and his facial expression flip in an instant from delight to disdain to downright indigenous in reaction to whatever a bit of information one's feeding him in the moment. This is true. You know, the this is the sign of the twins. This is, the, you know, the Gemini. So... You know, when you're on their good side, they're amazing, vibrant people. The second they're on their bad side, they look they're they look like the devil. Like they become very evil, and you just got to be careful. Um, it says his eyes, marked by a swath of crinkles from these constant, responsive gymnastics, are tip ty- ty- are typically dark and beady, and he tends to squint or blink them insistently, incessantly. "'like lenses set on a high shutter speed. "'His face is often quite round, "'sometimes appearing flat like a plate, "'his cheekbones being more broad than high, "'and his hairline fairly low and childlike. "'His nose is almost always por- uh, prom- pr- pr- proportionate with his features, "'and he has a dramatic line to his lips, "'which, when parted, often reveal a set of squarish, "'gaped teeth that are dead center of his smile.' As if he's been cleaved into a physical nod to his astrological duality. Separate halves ever working toward cohesion. He is generally small bone, shorter, slightly, and more aerodynamic than other males in his family. This is interesting because in medical astrology, um, usually Gemini, because it's mutable air, um, they usually tend, air in general, to be honest, they, um, the body type, it says, especially for Gemini's because Gemini is mutable, moving air, Um, they tend to be taller and leaner, like it's hard for them to gain weight. So that's very interesting that it says um, that they're short because most of the most of the ones that I read usually say that uh, Gemini is quite like lanky, like tall and lanky. So who all knows, you know, like you can have different heights and all that stuff, uh, of course, being a certain sign. So I just thought it's interesting because like I said in the books, that's this is the first time I've heard of them being short. But anyways, it says, um, and yet he holds himself in a puffed-up stance, often determined to improve his muscul- musculature, like some weedy teen forever attempting to put on mass, as befits his mercurial nature. The twins guy has a hard time sitting still; he dashes about a room, adjusting lighting and temperature, changing music, offering snacks and refreshments, and jumping from one topic to another. What's that? You'll hear him say if he has sucked out of the room momentarily, never wanting to miss a single shred of conversation. Or the opportunity to offer a quip or dig, he is the king of sarcasm and revels in setting others up for jabs and heckles, lightning quick with a one-liner. Ironically, giving himself away by smiling wildly or laughing before the butt of his jokes even realizes he's taking the piss. the piss. And indeed, indeed, Gemini always looks as if he's up to something, even when he isn't holding his expression in a forced look of innocence. He'll smirk outright, only adding to his already puckish mien, large pointed ears, arched brows, a small sharp chin, and those trademark shifty, mischievous eyes. Like a teenager, he's up on the latest indigo and physical expression gleaned from favorite TV characters or other media influences. As befits his air sprite status, Gemini is notor- notoriously light on his feet, and he shines in athletic pursuits that require quick thinking and wiry, wiry moves. Just as in his professional life, Gemini is fantastic at faking out an op- 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 opponent opponent and oh in an opponent and team towards like football, hockey, or soccer, wherein he is distinguished as a player who hits low and often employs the surprise tactics of a mosquito. Gemini is arguably the most energetic male in the zodiac, restive where Aries man is directive. His body with with its proportionately low degree of body fat, see. So it does agree pretty much with the thing. It is built for speed, and he's blessed with a rather teenage-appearing physique, a sinewy neck, squared but delicate shoulders with overpronounced blades, a lean and lithe torso, bookended by strong elongated lass elongated and a small stomach that may nonetheless be soft and exhibit tiny rolls of flesh when he sits or bends. He tends to boast powerful thighs and sturdy calves, his legs rippling as he darts about endowing him with a low center of gravity which appears offset by what seems a slightly oversized head on slight shoulders. This may be a physical manifestation of his sign's inherent mind-body disconnect, something that he tries so hard to mill. Generally, Gemini is not the most heartily endowed of males. Ouch. (laughs) This is the first time I've ever heard them say that a sign was not endowed. I kid you not. If you re listen to all this stuff... I swear, I for a while, I'm like, they always say every male in the Zodiac sign has, like, a throbbing giant cock or something, but this is the first time that I've heard that. So this is interesting. It says, um, Gemini is not the most heartily endowed of males. Rather, he tends toward painfully average in the penile depart- department. It's the same story, testicle-wise, not too big, not too small, just the right size to take the majority of of goldilocks is out there feel right at home in fact just as it often becomes a twins guy guy's goal to appeal as a perfect middle of the road mix of strength and sensitivity so too does his physicality present the perfect blend of opposites even the potential averageness of his package seems engineered to attract women who might be put off by either extreme indeed this perfect physical proportionality allows the gemini guy a great deal of bodily confidence. He can slip on a speedo like nobody's business, never worrying that he's under or overfilling it. Either scenario being fodder for poolside sneers and snickers. Uh really, this is like I hope any like guys are not taken like you're not like oh no like cuz really it's not truly about having a fat giant cock, you know. Um <laughs> It's just really how you work it, in my opinion, because it's like I I wouldn't want to sleep with someone who had like a 13-inch mandingo. I just would not because that, that does not seem comfortable at all. Um, I have heard horror stories of, you know, like some people in my life who have managed to sleep with people who have things that large and it, it involves some hospital visits and... You know, just like things, it just does not sound pleasant. So, yeah, anyways, um, the one area where physical size might be an issue are his hands and feet, which can sometimes be so dis- disproportionately small as to make one wonder how he keeps from toppling over. As the consummate air sign, it's as if he doesn't require the grounding others do. But on a second look, you'll notice that what he might lack in bulk, he makes up for in polish. Always having, for instance, perfectly clipped, if not buffed nails. Gemini is no dirty birdie. Typically obsessed with cleanliness, which is con- which he considers next to goodliness. The twins' guy is spiffed to a sparkle, his face scrubbed, his hair quaffed, and la- lacquered into, sp- into place. His body spritz, if not oversplash. With a cologne, his breath regularly remaned of any male, too. He's almost likely to shave or wax his body hair. Feeling most comfortable with a smooth teenage-like torso, in this way, Gemini signals to the population of would-be lovers that he's as far from some great unwashed character as a woman would hope for. He makes it clear there's something to be squeamish over that he'll find, that she'll find him literally palatable. Should things progress to s- such a point, so. Of course, if you guys haven't heard and you're new or something, I do have uh, things about... And it it is coming up up here. But if you want more detail about how Gemini men and women fuck and stuff. And their likes and dislikes and stuff. um, I have the previous episodes of Gemini sex and and all that good stuff. So, uh, for the man and the woman. So, those are like... um, Episodes I recorded back in around 2020 and some in 2021. So give it a good listen. It's like the, the most popular listen to. Like the Scorpio episode already has over thousands. <laughs> the, the Scorpio male sex one um, has over thousands of people listening to that. So we all know who everyone wants to know about. Uh, okay, let's go to the next one, which is the Gemini women um let's see okay all right ladies Gemini women let's go so <clears throat> it says a list of famous Gemini women includes such gorgeous uh, gamins as the aforementioned Monroe yeah uh just think about that when people want to be like oh it's only Taurus and Libra and Leo and Pisces that are the most beautiful men Think of the most iconic woman in fucking America. Like literally who is no has been known for years as the epitome of beauty is Marilyn Monroe and she is a fucking Gemini. So, yeah, think about that. It's not always about, you know, Venus and Neptunian ruled people. <laughs> okay, so says Monroe, Colin uh Collins Garland, uh Baker Hurley at all, as well as the less controversial likes of such cheeky urchins as Kylie Minogue, Helena Bonham Carter, Natalie Portman, Courtney Cox, Isabella Rosalini, Jean Triplehorn, Rosalind Russell, pa- pa- Paulette G- Godard, Laurie Anderson, Annette Benning, Annette Benning, um, Grace Mira- Mirabella, Gina Rollins, Adrian Barbu and Brooke Shields, who emerged as the advertising world's answer to Lolita. In fact, Gemini women are often the face that launches a thousand products. Something about the twins' particular brand of British beauty excites this general public. Gemini's representation via Mercury of the astrological principle of commerce, Heron Heron becomes clear. She is bought and sold as a commercial product more often than any other woman. Think Helen of Choi. Marilyn Monroe, Judy Garland, divinely gifted commodities men haggle over and capitalize upon. Though an air sign, she is anything but ethereal. Rather, she seems to be an accessible pixie, fresh and wholesome, but with a signature twinkle in her eye. That suggests she can get up to a bit of mischief. I do agree because, you know, each sign represents an age. So like Gemini's, their, sign, their, their age association for the sign is 14 through 21. Okay, I do feel like that Gemini women tend to have this very young, refreshing look about them all the time. Even in older age, they just look very, you know, just, they just look good. Shout out, y'all, snaps. <laughs> okay. uh, All right, so it says she is the original ragamuffin as a child. She is the quin- quintessential Tomboy looking every inch a gutter snipe as befits her planetary namesake, Mercury's rule of the streets. As a teen in the actual ages associated with her sign, she is provocative, sexually pointed toward meals in a sea of shrinking innocence and and giggling prudes. She is often seen as fast, sexualized schoolgirl, all pigtails and cigarettes, busting her blouse buttons in a way and aware of the power lurking beneath her pleated skirt to other females she is edgy and challenging just as soon kicking another girl's ass as trading clothes and gossip with her the premier the premier air sign her mind develops earlier than others making her the consummate ringleader however the the innuendo she's she's won't she's won't employ that's the book not me employ invariably goes over her peers Leading um, Heads urging, bored, frustrated rolling of eyes, and the seeking out of an older, quicker crowd. All of these qualities are still in evidence in the adult Gemini, whose boyish body language and no fuss maintenance appearance only makes her beauty and, indeed, her sexuality all the more candid. Gemini is a tough little bird, a typically pint sized woman, who packs an enormous punch. Like a sparrow on the attack, the twin's female's sweet, unassuming appearance bellies her ca- capacity for sudden bursts of bellicosity and like some teensy Tweety, this babe can't sit still for a second. She fidgets and fusses, jumping in and out of her chair, dashing about, doing a handful of tasks simultaneously while making sure she doesn't miss one snippet of conversation that Mercury ruled nervous system is forever on overload until she totally crashes. Spin- <coughs> crashes spent. Many and Gemini suffers from exhaustion nearly half of the time. That's why learning to conserve and pace herself is the most essential way to ameliorate her physical well-being. It's as if her body has a hard time keeping up with her rapid-fire mind, which leaps from one subject to the next. You hear it in her voice, which is breathy and often catches a symptom of not respirating deeply, not speaking from her diaphragm, urging her in this direction, then in that. Talk about a short attention span. This girl is hard pressed to focus on what is being said to be to her as every word out of her body's anybody else's mouth immediately remarks her of the forty millions, 40 million things she forgot to tell you or someone else or meant to do or needs to do or plans to do or ah. Uh. One word of the counsel for Gemini women, meditate. <laughs> Of all the characters on the zodiacal wheel, the wound tight twins girl would most benefit from such a practice, one that is designed to still and soothe the mind in, in turn, helping her to sustain energy that is otherwise only issued in spurts. So, I agree with this because I have a lot of planets in the third house. So, my mind, you guys obviously see it on this damn podcast. I'm sure where I'm going from one thing to another, and it's sometimes not even related. And I know that can drive people crazy and so that's why meditation does help ground my mind when I'm feeling really stressed like the other day I was like on the verge of having a panic attack so I had to immediately go and and journal I had to mind up all that journal I had to go I had to come in my room and just meditate and just connect and just focus and just allow my mind to just you know like calm itself so Gemini's Gemini stelliums, Gemini, G- Geminis, Gemini's sun, moon, and risings, um, third house stelliums. I highly recommend that you do this because you do. You gotta ground yourself, or you're gonna go. You're gonna, you're gonna drive yourself crazy. All right. So of course, Gemini woman isn't always aware of the metaphysical organs of her innate nervous system. In fact. She tends to be the least self-analytical character in the astrological pantheon and, ironically, the one individual who could benefit most from a healthy dose of introspection. Gemini doesn't re- realize that she's two different people, mainly because she is only fully one at any given time, which can be most confusing for those with whom she comes into contact. As if suddenly thrust into a Patty a Patty Duke show rerun, one may meet a clever and captivating conversationalist only to be confronted with what seems like a brash and boisterous bubblehead. in in a future exchange. She'd be the perfect chameleon if only she could constantly uh, control when and how her changeling personality came and went. For Gemini seems unable to stop her moods from swinging, experiencing spats of manic enthusiasm for life that are nonetheless followed by the deep dark indigo blues. Still, despite her facilitating um, psychological state, all eyes in the room tend to be on the Gemini woman. She's quite simply captivating, an irresistible mix of childlike beauty and expressive exuberance. She can be on in a social milieu, matching her face, which is typically beaming, her eyes bearing a lit from within sparkle. Her face is often round as a penny, her hair short and arranged like a frame around it. Even when she keeps her dew long, she may opt for bangs as a fringe to set it off. She usually has apple cheeks made all the more pronounced by her eyes that are deep-set and slanted, even squinty and delicate, if not too weak chin. Gemini's nose rescues her, rescues her from too cutesy, A countenance being straight and pronounced, if not slightly beaky. As well as her ears can be a bit oversized and rather pointy and elven. Her lips are usually luscious and look glossed without the slight... Slightest cosmetic application Her teeth pearly and perfectly straight Gemini's neck is typically both short and delicate In the extreme it may even give her trouble and necessity strengthening through pointed exercise Her shoulders and cervical spine are simply fragile Despite a tendency to hold herself in a tough and sturdy manner Posture is often an issue for Gemini And regardless of the fact she's generally petite She may carry herself like someone quite tall Sloping her shoulders and dropping her sternum as if trying to appear smaller than she is, which she isn't. This crouched comportment is more a symptom of the emotional unrest that causes an actual caving in around her chest cavity. Her body may best be described as dumpling-like, though she's often slim due to a speedy metabolism. She is still naturally round and bouncy. Breasty as a rule, she has a tiny waist and voluptuous hips, ass, and thighs. Gemini's bottom half is world's most sturdy than her daintily structured torso and she may often complain of having chubby thighs and too bubbly a butt. Still her calves and ankles are as finely boned as a finch's and her feet and hands are quite small and childlike, a trait she shares with her Gemini brothers. So you notice how she has a uh, really developed hips and thighs and buttocks. And who else has that, right? her sister sign Sagittarius so that's why I say whenever you look at things when it comes to your sign you need to look at your sister sign because you're going to carry some of those traits as well so um it's a perfect combination if you think about it you know because Gemini rules you know like the the chest and all that stuff and I mean not the chest but the arms and like really the lungs and all that stuff um and uh Sagittarius rules, you know, like, the thighs, the buttocks, and all that stuff, so, yeah, it's a good thing to have, so. Alright, so it says, overall, the way she holds herself gives one, gives, gives one the impression that she's really robust, if not a bit strapping, when, in actual fact, she's physically a tender creature. Her extra, her extra sensitive nipples are a source of great pleasure, evidenced by the way she often toys with them lavishly during sex. Her nether regions may not only be super tight, but rather shallow as well, um, which will make a guy who's not specifically endowed feel somewhat more of a sexual giant than usual. Her skin is unique, soft and supple. One pointed poke and she comes out in a bruise. And despite her, sp- her sprite-like semblance, she can be ever so slightly klutzy, forever bumping into the corners of, kitchen- of the kitchen, cabinets in her signature haste, or walking headlong into a door she left open, having dashed off to do something else entirely. Even when draped in couture, there's still a hint of the awkward schoolgirl about her. For all her heaven-sent beauty, there's pers- there persists there persists in Gemini a raw and pleasantly unrefined und- unrefined quality. Uh, and she's far too much the gammon to ever to never to ever. Completely pull-off, looking stately or glamorous. Even Marilyn Monroe could never be considered true elegant or sophisticated for all her golden age screen idolization. Rather, an oomphy precautiousness was her very appeal. Indeed, Gemini Girls is a, is a precarious sexual persona, an eternal alita forever teetering between erotic curiosity and total carnal abandon. So that is it, you guys, that is it for the, um, Gemini man and woman, um, uh, my, uh, body and soul. So I'm going to get into the short little thing that I was telling you guys about. So because it is Gemini season, Gemini season is part of spring and, um, It's coming into summer months, you know, June. So what happens in around this time we're in Gemini energy, we become more, uh, we become more ready to connect and to, um, socialize and to have fun and be free and kind of, you know, kind of express our inner child, you know, with not only ourselves, but with others. Right, we start wanting to look good. We start wanting to, you know, like dress up. I mean, we know summer's getting close. It's time to start, you know, like getting on the hot girl summer, hot guy summer, whatever. But what that comes is, you know, the very tiny attention span that we really have around this season. Excuse me, around this season, we start looking around at you know other people, even if sometimes we can be in a relationship. But definitely if you're single, you know, if you were talking to someone during, you know, these colder months and all that stuff, you start getting in that mode of hmm, what else is out there, which is, you know, that Gemini energy, you know, that they always feel like there's always, you know, something, the grass is greener on the other side. You know, they can't stay in one place at one time. They get very fidgety and they're ready to just jump and leap and explore. You know, they don't want to be held down. You know what I mean? So with that said, you guys. Um, summer is almost here and I'm seeing a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people who want to hold on to people that are, are not giving a shit about them. These, you know, women and men, but so far I can only speak from the female perspective. Um, cause I mainly see it in women. So, It can be, this, basically, this advice is used for men and women, but I'm definitely going to be talking through a woman's perspective. Um, you know, women and people really just start doing any old everything to try to keep this person's attention, right? Even when this person is starting to voice and or showing big ass red flags that are waving in your face that they either don't want to be with you or don't want to commit with you. Um, And you have... You have people... My goodness, it's just, you know, it's just, it hurts my heart because I just don't know how, you know, people have basically let themselves be used like this. But these people... Kind of, you know, during the winter months, no one's going out. No one's really doing anything. It's That's what they call cuffing season. And so when cuffing season's over, the person who didn't really give a fuck in the first place starts looking elsewhere. And I saw this thing where this person on TikTok was like, this man was like, have you ever just dated someone just to date them? um because but you don't really like them why 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 and the men were laughing about it. they were like oh hell yeah I've been with this girl for and this is the sickening part she he was like I've been with this girl for uh four years I don't really care about her you know I'm I'm just hold I'm just hold on to her until I find something better what eh I was like what the fuck so you're basically because you you are so insecure to be by yourself and you can't find the person that you want to be with you're gonna waste somebody else's time who's looking to get married because they were laughing about how yeah they want to get married they want me to commit they want me to get married I ain't get married to this bitch and stuff I'm like who does that who the fuck does that? And then the worst part is, is that you know damn well that that person is showing the bare ass minimum. Like, I mean, they're probably not doing shit for these girls. Like, they're probably just taking, 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 not giving nothing back. Probably if they get a little upset, they'll probably be like, let me get this, let me get this bitch something so she shuts up. Bread crumbing, pretty much. Giving them the bare minimum so that they don't, you know, they they still have somewhere to stay or they're still getting you know, their girl to buy the money and to feed them all that stuff. But they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about you. And I just want to say as women, men, anything who are experiencing this, stop letting, stop letting people do this to you, please. I'm begging you. You deserve so much better. You really do. Because I'm telling you, I don't care how fine he is. I don't care how good the dick game is. I don't care how good the the pussy game is. They're not going to choose you. (laughs) They're not. I guarantee it, they are not going to choose you because they basically have in their mind that the second that person that runs by is their type slash the person they want, they're going to leave your fucking ass. They're going to leave you. So I want you guys, please, to just let them go. (laughs) Let them go in in it for you. In it for you because this is 2022. How many fucking times are we going to keep letting negative leachy energy, toxic dick energy, toxic vagina energy. Fuck with our lives. Fuck with the person that we are trying to become. You can't become that girl or you can't be a bad bitch by letting some man use you like that. That is not bad bitch energy. A bad bitch ain't going to take that shit. That motherfucker don't want to commit. They're gone. And that's what a lot of us need to do embrace embrace your feminine energy (laughs) know that you deserve you deserve to be loved you deserve to have the life you love you deserve someone who will love you unconditionally no matter what and even if a fucking goddess walked by this man is not going to leave you because he's in love with you he doesn't even notice this girl and vice versa They will, if they love you, they will stick by you no matter what. So please, you guys, us jumping into 2022 summer, let's become the woman, the man that we have dreamed of. Fall in love with becoming a person who lives the life she loves, who is a person she loves, who allows people to be around her that love her and she loves him or her. You know what I mean? Like, just become the person that you want to be. Become your highest self. Love yourself unconditionally. And stop grasping on to straws because you wanna be with this person or you're afraid to be alone. Because that's what a lot of it comes from, too, is a lot of us are afraid to be alone. It just feels comforting having someone to come ho- come home to and lay in the bed with and have sex with. But in fact, we're actually miserable. We feel so sad cuz this person doesn't give a shit about what we say or what we like or they don't want to talk about the future with you because they don't plan on being in it. You know, they don't care about taking care of you. They don't care about your favorite food, your favorite color. They don't care about what makes your soul sing. They don't care about what, you know, like, what your dream is. They don't give a fuck. They're not going to ask you about that because they don't give a fuck because they don't plan on being with you. And why be with someone like that? Why? Just let them go, you guys. Cut them off, please. 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 If if you've literally been with someone for four years and you're not even committed or even if you're committed and they're not they're not doing shit for you and they're constantly making you feel insecure, looking at other girls, not wanting to do shit, not wanting to hang with you or be pictured with you. Let them go. <laughs> let them go. OK, so that was just kind of what I wanted to say, um, because I, I just. I can't stand to see people hurt. You know, you have girls crying or them putting these messages like he didn't give a shit about me. He's he's not committing. And some of them are like, well, let's just let's just keep hoping, guys. Eventually they're going to come around. No, they're not. No, they're not. The second that Tiffany Lee comes in and he's attracted to her and she shows that she shows that she's attracted to him and that's who she wants. They're gone. I don't give a fuck how long you've been with them. You can be there, you can be with them for 20 years. They are fucking gone because they're just with you for comfort to live in your living your space, live in your house, drive your car, drive their car, whatever. They can be independent as well. But a lot of them just has someone just to, you know, cook clean, take care of them, all that. And then when they find the girl they want, then they'll cook clean and take care of her the way you wanted him to take care of you. And he's doing it for her because you know why? He actually wants to be with that girl. They're not going to men are not going to put an effort with people they don't want to be with. Period. So, with that said, let it go. Be that confident, you know, man or woman for this summer. Find someone who actually loves you or take time for yourself, even. You know, there's nothing wrong with being single. But all right, you guys, I just wanted to kind of give you that heads up and a little information. I love you guys so much. I really care about you guys and I don't want to see anyone being used and abused. I I don't like it. I hate you guys. Know that brings out my inner like Libra like scales, you know, like, you know, truth and justice, right? (laughs) Love and like Sailor Moon for love and justice, you know, like it just brings that out. So you guys have a wonderful day. And enjoy the rest of your week. And I hope you have an amazing time. Stay safe. uh, Take care of yourself. Love yourself. um, And fall in love taking care and doing the things you love and enjoy in life. So you guys take care. Love you so much. Bye.